Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio. Thank you for joining me. Always glad that you're joining me on this podcast. Thank you for lending me your ears. All right, today, I want to talk about something interesting. I came up with this concept, uh, and so I'm going to present it to you, and then let's talk about it, right? So, I, I saw this phrase. It said, a good attitude does not guarantee you good results, but good results will guarantee you a good attitude. Now, let's kind of break that because that kind of that made my brain stop for a second. Let me say it again. A good attitude does not guarantee good results, but good results will guarantee you a good attitude. Now, when I thought about that, I go, okay, you know, I had to kind of pause and take a sip of my black coffee. And I said, okay, good attitude doesn't guarantee good results. And I agree with that. I mean, it's a stunner, but it's a, I agree with that. How many of you know somebody, how many of you know somebody who they have a great attitude, but they don't take any action? They don't do anything, right? They, they go on social media and they post all these wonderful quotes, but you know, because you know them, that they're not getting the results they wanted. They got a good attitude, but they're not getting the results they wanted. They got a good attitude, as far as you know, but they're not getting the results they wanted. Now, then take the second part of that, which says, but if you have good results, you're guaranteed a good attitude. And now I, we all agree that's too obvious, right? That's a layup right there. If I get the results I wanted, I'm going to feel good. Why do I feel good? Because it validates me. It validates my way of doing things, my way of thinking. In other words, what I did actually worked. And when we get validation from the world, from the external world, we try something, we execute, it works. That makes us feel good. Good results does guarantee a good attitude unless you're just somebody I don't know, like a real different type of thinking person. But the majority of people, I would say 99.9%, if they have good results with something, they're gonna feel real good about themselves. And that got me to thinking. It got me to think about this wheel, and I created this little wheel. And the wheel, if you can visualize it with me, it has three points. The first one is attitude. Now, attitude then leads to activity. And activity is just things you do, right? And then the activities lead to achievement. So, starts with attitude, once you have the right attitude, you'll achieve, and then you'll do the right activities. And if you do the right activities, you'll achieve your results. So that's an interesting way of looking at it, right? Attitude leads to activity, leads to achievement. Feeling good, again, and the whole circle continues. The cycle continues, right? And then what was interesting, based on the statement I just told you a little while ago, about how good attitude doesn't guarantee you good results, as I looked at that wheel, again, visualize the wheel, attitude, Activity, achievement, going in a clockwise direction, going clockwise. But I realize you cannot go counterclockwise. You can't get from attitude going counterclockwise to achievement. You can't get there. You have to go through activity to get to achievement. And it's basically what the comments said, that good results don't guarantee, or good attitudes don't guarantee good results. Now, this may seem intuitively obvious, but it's worth thinking about, that if your attitude will drive your activity, your activity will drive your achievement. But it doesn't work the other way around. You can't go from attitude to achievement because attitude doesn't drive achievement. Attitude has to drive activity first to drive achievement. 
Now, why does this matter? Because usually the gap is right in the middle, that you have the right attitude, you're hoping to get to achievement, but the only way to get to achievement is that you have to do the work. You have to go through the activity. There is no shortcut. There is no free lunch to get to achievement. To go from attitude to achievement, you have to go through activity. And where most people fall short is activity. Now, again, everything I've just told you shouldn't shock you. I'm just laying it out in a different way. But now let's zoom in a little bit and ask ourselves, why is it that people with a good attitude don't do the activity? Why is it that people with a good attitude, I want to do this, I want to make this happen, don't achieve the activity? For example, you know, I want to be successful in business. I know that I have to do a lot of cold calls if I want to generate sales, but they don't do it, which means they'll never get to achievement because they have to go through activity first. I, again, in one of my podcasts, I talk about how people don't read. Why don't people read? Again, they want to read. They go, you know, I have a good attitude. I want to read. I want to learn more. But they don't do the activity, which is the reading. You with me so far? So again, to get from attitude to achievement, you have to go through activity. No shortcut. So why don't people do it? And then I was listening to this gentleman. Uh, it's a professor. You've probably heard of him. It's at Jordan Peterson wrote a book called The 12 Rules of Life, something like that. I have not read the book. But he was, in this, he was doing this interview. And in the interview, he was just talking about where people get stuck, where people get stuck. And he says, well, look, anybody can achieve success. It, by their own definition, anybody can achieve success. And again, he has that phrase, by their own definition, because we all have our definition of what success is. But then he pushed further, and this is the part I like. He says, for example, Everybody, you know, because the, the interview was like, well, not everybody has the opportunity or nobody, you know, has the resource. And he's like, no, that's an excuse. Everybody can achieve success as they perceive it. He says, all you have to do is lower the goals or lower the bar. And the interviewer was like, what? What do you mean lower the bar? What do you mean lower your, you know, lower your, your, your expectations? And he, and he explained it this way. Bear with me. This is going somewhere. He said, what you have to do is look at the activity that you have to do. Now, this is my phrasing here, just to fit it into this model of attitude, activity to get to achievement. He says, look at something that you have to do to achieve a goal. And then you break it down into activities, right? And then you can take those activities and break them down even further to, to the point you're breaking down so far down that you could actually do it. It's so, you know, that I can do. So for example, let's go through it real quick, uh, quickly. Let's say that you know, your attitude is, you know, I gotta read books, I really gotta learn more about X topic. I wanna be a better salesperson, I need to read more books on selling to really understand different processes and techniques, right? And so now, the person says, yeah, but you know, every time I start a book, I never finish it, right? So they stop reading it, which means they'll never get to achievement because they don't do the activity, which is reading. So, based on Peterson's approach, we'll just call that the Peterson principle here, is that you break it down. And that is, okay, so you don't, you're afraid of reading a book. Well, that's the activity you want to do. You want to read a book, but now let's take that activity and break it down into sub-goals or smaller steps. How many pages are you willing to read a day that you believe you can commit to? And let's say that most, you know, I would I recommend 15 pages a day. 
And then you're listening to this. He goes, uh, you know, Victor, I can't do 15. Well, don't do 15. Do 10. How about 10? Can you do 10? Can you do 10? Can you do 10? You said, nah, I don't know if I can do 10. Can you do, can you do seven? Can you do seven? Can you do seven? Can you, can you do five? Can you do five? I sound like one of those guys that's trying to, you know, auction off something. 55, 55, 55, 55. So no. So can you do seven? Can you do seven? Can you get, can we get a five? Can I get a five? Can I get a five? Can I get a four? Can I get a four? Can I, can I get a three? Whatever. Then you get down to a one. Can I get at least one page a day from you? And you go, you know what? I can do one page, Victor. Victor, I can read one page a day. That's a no-brainer. And so all of a sudden, what now happens is the attitude is, I want to learn more about selling. The activity is, I want to read, and I'm, in this case, I've decided to lower my goal to read a page a day. See, a page a day is momentum. I don't care if it's small momentum, it's momentum. And that once I read that page and I learn something, I've achieved my goal. In other words, in this case, I learned something by reading something on that page. Now, what do you think is naturally going to happen over time? Once you're down to one page a day, you're going to go, you know what? I think I can push the needle a little bit on this thing and go to two pages a day. So now, all of a sudden, right attitude? Because you're getting the right results. You're reading one page a day and you realize, you know, this one page a day, when you look at it from a cumulative standpoint, over time, you're like, you know, I'm gaining a lot of knowledge just reading one page a day. I'm feeling good. Remember, the achievement drives good attitude, right? When you achieve something, I'm learning a lot, it drives a good attitude. Now you have a good attitude about reading. Say, you know what? Let's push the needle here. Let's go to two pages a day. And now I read two pages a day. You get the idea. Then I start learning more. And that begins to feed the cycle. Let's look at selling. Hate cold calling. I don't want a cold call. I want to be successful in sale. That's my attitude. I want to be successful in sale. I know I can be good at selling. What's the activity? Cold calling. Same thing. How many calls are you willing to do a day? Can you do 100 calls a day? No way, Victor. I can't do 100 calls. How about 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40 30, 30, 30, too much, Victor. Still too much. How about 10? 10. Can you do 10 calls a day? No, Victor. How about five? Can you? We can do five. Come on. How about eight? Let's go to eight. Right, let me push you up to eight. Eight is about one call an hour. One call an hour. Can you do one call an hour? You go, you know what, Victor? I think I can do one call an hour. Now, again, we're lowering the bar so you can easily step over it and build that confidence, that attitude. So ask yourself today, what is it that you're not doing? What activity are you not doing And in selling? And what I want you to do is break it down to the point that you go, you know what, that I'll do per day. That I can do per day because you've broken it down so far. And believe me, when you start doing these things because you've broken the goal down so far, lowered the bar so low, and you start stepping over it easily, you yourself will want to raise your own bar. You yourself will want to motivate yourself to do more, and especially if you start getting the results, and man, your attitude will change, and you will want to do more. And that is it for this Sales Influence Podcast. Don't forget to leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube. Let me know what you think. If you say, Victor, I don't have time to leave feedback, I said, all right, if you can't do one feedback a week, can you do one feedback every two weeks? How about that? See how it works? Anyway, also, check out the Sales Velocity Academy. Every month, we're adding a new course on how to become better at selling. So you want to check it out. SalesVelocityAcademy.com. If you're serious about going faster and selling more, check it out. Lastly, I want to thank you for listening. This is Victor Antonio always reminding you... Let's wait for the drop. Here it comes. Oh, the dopamine is kicking in. Yeah. Ooh, selling ain't hard when you know how. <laughs> Take care. Hi. 
I'm Victor Antonio. I'm an author, sales trainer, and keynote speaker. I'm often asked, what makes a great speaker? Is it someone who delivers real content that the audience can use? Is it someone who engages the audience so they're part of the learning experience? Or is it someone who can motivate an audience to push them beyond their comfort zone and discover new abilities? The answer is yes. But the most important thing to remember is that I'm not there to look good. I'm there to make my client look good. Simply put, it's never about me and it's always about them.